Welcome to The Grow Show, powered by Steel. On The Grow Show, we share ideas, tips, tactics, and insights to help you grow your landscaping business based on our team's 40 years of experience running a landscaping company and working with other owners and their teams to do the same. New episodes are released weekly on Wednesdays. Filling in for our host, Marty Grunder, this week is Grow Group Vice President, Vince Torchia. I'll let him take it from here. Hi, everybody. Vince Torchia from The Grow Group here to bring you another exciting episode of The Grow Show powered by Steel. This week, I want to talk to you about open book management. A question we get often, whether it's at a grow event, at a field trip event, as part of our peer groups or the ACE Summit event that we do is, hey, should I be sharing more information with with my team? How do I do it? What are some things I should be sharing? Owners feel a little nervous. They feel a little uneasy. They're opening the kimono a little bit, and they're curious about how their team is going to react. So the short answer regarding open book management is yes, we should be moving to more of an open book style. So how can I tell you that with such confidence? I can talk to you because at Grunder Landscaping Company, over the last three or four years, really since to the end of 2019, the beginning of 2020, Grunder Landscaping has done a total 180 in terms of the amount of information they share with their team members. Part of this came through as the implementation of Aspire, the industry-specific software that we use, and allowing more information to be trusted and readily available to our team. But part of it's been a cultural shift as well. And again, Marty and the GLC team were not afraid to share information before that, They just didn't know exactly what they should be sharing and down to what level they should do it. So again, as part of our implementation of the software and part of our culture change, we've gone drastically different in terms of the information that we share and we're seeing the benefits of doing that. So what are some of the benefits that we've gotten out of our team since moving to open book management? Number one is gonna be increased engagement, right? Engagement is a big buzzword. People talk about it all the time. It's the key to employee success. It's the key to employee happiness, but we've seen a total increase in engagement. When when employees have access to financial information, to individual data about their jobs or other jobs, they better understand how their work contributes to the overall success of the company, right? It's not like, hey, I think I did a good job or I might've done a good job or did we make money on that? Or am I selling the right work? Am I operating the right work? How are our AR days? Are we collecting properly, right? All those things, they feel a stronger sense of ownership. They feel a stronger sense of pride in their contributions. And therefore, again, they get increased engagement as a result. Higher morale, more motivation, ultimately more productivity. So increased engagement is a big thing that we've seen. Secondly, we've seen an overall increase in literacy in terms of data and financials. Open book management encourages employees to learn and understand more about financials. How do they do that? They get access to something, maybe they're confused, they don't understand how this leads to the next thing, they naturally ask questions, they naturally wanna learn, and now they're taking again, more ownership of the data that they have. They see things they're confused by, they work to bridge the gap so they're no longer confused about how the data ended up there. So that leads to a more literate workforce in terms of data, which again, makes people more responsible for the data that they are reporting on because they have, again, a sense of ownership in it because they understand it. It aligns goals and objectives. Open book management totally aligns employee goals with company objectives. When they can see how their daily activities contribute to the overall success of the company, they're just more likely to make better decisions that align with company goals, that align with company core values, that align with long-term success of the company because they have the information at their fingertips. 
No team members are coming in on a daily basis trying to disrupt morale, trying to disrupt progress, trying to make things harder. They're just trying to do their job. And so if they have the information and we're open book, they can totally align their goals with company objectives and they can measure that on a daily basis. Part of the beauty about Aspire for us is that it's an earned revenue model. So every day we're earning revenue. Every day we're watching our revenue increase as we're completing jobs and completing work tickets. That's fun to see. It's not just, oh, the month is over. Now we closed out the month. Let's see how we did. It's no, today on Tuesday, we earned revenue. When we come in tomorrow on Wednesday morning after time gets approved, we're gonna see our revenue dial going up, right? We're gonna see ourselves grabbing more revenue as a result of the work we did yesterday. We're going to see how we did on hours. We're going to see how we're doing on budget, right? All those things happen on a daily basis. It's like working out. It's like eating right. You can't just do it once a month and expect results to come. It's the 15 minutes a day that we're focused on getting more activity, eating better, that overall, over the course of 30 days, right, we get improvements to our health. Same thing for a company. We can't just have one review once a month and think that everyone's going to carry all the action items through there. It's about the daily activities. So when there's information that's open and they get information about their work and their jobs and what they're selling and what they're producing, they totally can align their goals and objectives with company goals and objectives on a daily basis. And finally, there's just improved problem solving, right? It encourages this culture of transparency. It encourages a culture of problem solving. Employees are more likely to bring up opportunities to suggest new ways of doing things, especially when they're aware of opportunities or challenges or weakness when it comes to data. If they see problems in data because they have access to it, they're not going to say, oh, our company stinks. No, our company's not good at this and we stink. They're going to say, hey, how can I contribute to make this better, right? If you're afraid of sharing data, you might have a finance issue, you might have a data issue. I would argue more you have a culture issue, right? If we don't have a culture of improvement and we don't have a culture of wanting to get better, it might be because we're not sharing enough data. As Marty often likes to remind people, our biggest fear about sharing data is that we're gonna share too much and the people we share it with are gonna use that information to hurt us, right? They think we're doing you know, $2 million a year that the owner's putting 1.5 of that in his back pocket. It's simply not the case, as we all know. So it's actually the opposite. The more data that we've shared, the more people are engaged, the more they want to help solve problems, the more they want to innovate, the more they want to make those numbers look good because they then feel good about what they're doing. So again, on the open book side, it fosters a culture of transparency. It fosters a culture of engagement. It fosters a culture of this literacy around data, where if they don't know how to get things, they'll learn to get them by being exposed to numbers. For all the owners and leaders listening today, there was a time you didn't know what a profit and loss statement was. There was a time that you didn't have access to actual versus budgeted hours. There was a time when you didn't know what your accounts receivable was. There was a time when you didn't know what your accounts payable were, right? You learned how to do all those things because you were given the information to go do something with it and you learned. And now you better understand your profit and loss statement. You better understand your balance sheet. You better understand how your accounts receivable affects your cash balance. You better understand how to properly plan for cash from an AP perspective. And when I say you better understand, I don't mean, hey, you there, you have to understand this. I mean, you understand it better right? You have a greater idea of how it all functions together. Going open book gives your team that education, right? So put yourself in their shoes. Again, as Marty always likes to say, would you want to work for you? Would you want to work at your company? 
Would you want to work at a company where there was no data available for you to make better decisions? Would you want to work at a company where there was no opportunity to gain more literacy around finance and data? Would you want to work at a company where you couldn't suggest efficiency improvements? Would you want to work at a company where you couldn't align the goals you have every day to the company goals and objectives on a monthly basis? Would you want to work at a company where you couldn't problem solve, where you couldn't innovate? Of course not. The answer is no, 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 no. Your team doesn't want that either. We want information. We want to give it to them so they can go do the things that I just mentioned. So a common starting point then would be, okay, well, that's great, Vince. I'm with you there, but what should I be sharing? And so I'll go through this much deeper in another episode, but just to give you the very high level of what makes sense to be sharing, start with the things that they can control themselves, right? They can't really control what we're charging on rent. They can't really control what insurance costs are. Maybe they can't really even control what our uniform costs are. Maybe they can in some instances, right? But let's start with the things our team members can control. So on a production side, can they control how many hours they're working in a day? Absolutely. Can they control how many hours they're working in a week? most of the time, right? So we want to think about what can they control? What do they have an impact over? And then what information can we share? So we'll start right at the top, revenue, right? We want to be able to share revenue goals, right? How we're trending in terms of our overall plan, how we're earning revenue every day to hit that plan. But the the big number, right? The revenue number is a number that most people can understand very well. So certainly we want to be sharing revenue. Number two, we want to be sharing costs, right? Costs come in a couple different avenues when it relates to jobs cost of labor, right? Everyone's biggest expense, right? What is our cost of labor as a percentage of our revenue, right? Maybe we'll have a percentage of one of the numbers that we look at as part of our ACE peer groups, but what is our direct labor as it relates to our revenue as a percentage? Is it 28%? Is it 32? Is it 40? Right? But what is that number, right? With the goal of maybe reducing that number. How about materials, right? What is our material cost compared to our revenue? How does that look? Can we find ways to buy better? Can we find ways to get discounts? Can we look at ways to improve our margin, right, as a cost compared to our revenue? Our team can help us do that. What about rentals or subcontractors, right? So the things that go into the gross profit margin are a great starting point for people to share. And then again, as I just mentioned, the gross profit dollar amount, the gross profit percentage amount, right? What makes that up? hours, materials, subcontractors, rentals, right? Not too complicated from a gross profit perspective. And again, our team has control over that. Gross margin is not the be all end all, right? As we all know, that's only half of the profit and loss statement. There's a ton of information that falls below that. But if you're looking for a place to start, draw a line right at management and above. Everybody should have access to gross profit. Everybody should have access to gross margin and the components that make that up on the operations side. On the sales side, certainly all the things that they're doing on a sales basis on a daily bay, on a daily day, on a daily, on the daily, excuse me. What is their sales goal for the year? What is their sales goal compared to the budget for the company? What is their sales goal in each of the trades that they sell in, meaning in construction or maintenance or work orders or snow or lawn care, whatever the case may be, but those individual goals that they have. What is their goal for the month? What is their goal for the week? All that information is things that everybody could be looking at, right? We don't need to hide that. We don't need to be bashful about it. It creates some good competition. But on a sales perspective, again, think about the the baseball game, right? There's all the data that we can look at and how that rolls up to the company goals. So on the sales team, again, it would be the sales goal they have for the year, the sales goal and how they're trending towards their budget for the year, the trades that they sell in, how they're performing that month versus their goal, and how they're performing that week versus their goal. Again, the weekly sales goals really help them 
understand that sales is a daily activity, right? Not something that you do when you're behind, not something you do just when the phone rings, but we're making sales happen on a daily bit, on a da- on a daily basis. And then finally on the admin side, right? The cash in and out of the company, the work that they're doing to collect receivables, the payables, the payroll, all those things that focus on an admin perspective can be lumped together for them to notice and see and to update accordingly on a weekly basis. So as I mentioned, we'll spend some more time getting into some more nitty gritty about open book management and things you should be sharing. But don't be afraid to share information. Don't be afraid to share more than maybe you're comfortable with right now, especially down to the gross margin level. Get people the things that they can control with information around it, namely hours, namely materials, namely subcontractors, namely rentals, their sales goal, the cash we have at the company, right? The balance of our AR, the balance of our AP, the balance of our payroll on a weekly or biweekly basis. Get that information out and watch your team begin to feel empowered to do more with the information that they have, right? It's all about trust with information and let your team have access to more and more. That's all for this week on The Grow Show. It's been a pleasure to be with you and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to this episode of The Grow Show. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode and head to growgroupinc.com for more information and resources to grow your landscaping business. A special thanks to the folks at Steel whose support makes this podcast possible and whose reliable handheld power equipment makes our jobs easier daily. We'll talk to you next week.